My beautiful beloved master, thank you so much for this amazing journey to the Garden of Eden outside and the beauty inside. Everything is so perfect. It is so strange to come here to Chiang Mai again with you. Of all places, you choose Chiang Mai. I had two traditional Thai Buddhist retreats outside Chiang Mai, and as you said, they were very different from this retreat. I can imagine. But that's the thing here. I have so many different people because I work on many different levels and I have some that is not many here because most of them have been around, but maybe a few is still scratching their head, wondering. Somebody is just very eager. So you have, I have students, I have disciples, I have devotees, I have lovers. There's all different things now. I have young, I have old, I have meditators, I have restless people, I have everything. I want to take care of everybody, so how to make a package that you all can fit in, no? And that's not how it is if you go to a traditional retreat, it's like that, like this. I'm vast. Too vast, sometimes. I will blow that little box this is how it is. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> because life is vast. Like that. I was meditating a lot with little food and full silence. And that's the thing also. Here also you can eat a little and you can even be in full silence. Then many memories connected to the illusion came, and so on. Many layers, many layers and conditions of the mind were shown to me. Yes, and that is the good thing with just being in silence. It's tough, but it's great. I remember myself, I have been in silent times for weeks, and I didn't want to come back. Because it's so good, because you have to be with yourself. Hmm? That's the nice thing with the silence. You have to be with yourself. But you have to integrate that in your life. I felt that mind and emotions are quite similar for all people. And this myth of something special and individual started to fall apart, and I'm still going on with this. But they can mine, and they have a method that works for me. I always want to make you an integrated human being, and that means to integrate. What is it that people need the most is meditation. Is silence, no? So you have to integrate that into your life, not just when you go to a retreat. Hmm? Then it becomes a separation. Then I meditate. No, meditation should be your very flavor. Hmm? 
You, be, you, you should be a meditative person, a peaceful person, a loving person. These are the qualities. If meditation really have started working on you, if you had touched yourself deeper, then these qualities will come automatically. There's nothing you need to do to try to be nice or to, to try to be silent or loving. It comes by itself. It's just a sign that now you are touching deeper levels in yourself that is undisturbed. Hmm? <laughs> undisturbed by any mood swings or thoughts. And it's true, it's all, it's all the same, it doesn't matter. Everybody have, is influenced by the mind and mood swings and all these kind of things, emotions, desires. But you also have something that is untouched by it. Remember that and you will be happy. Forgetting that, you will be sad. So easy and so difficult. <laughs> you say that you have just love. Yes. And it's so true, and it's so, so beautiful. And I feel so grateful for your presence and love. And maybe I can feel you because of these, all these retreats and the meditation before. Thank you, thank you, Babaji. And I love you with all my being. Happy and free, yours, Aditi. Yes. That is the balance that we should have. And love, what is love? Yes, I'm all love. Because what if you really go deep in yourself or in meditation, love will come. Love, as such, is the flowering of meditation. Love is a flowering of knowing oneself. Because who are you? You are love. All is God. God is love. That's why I only teach love. You know, one beautiful master, mystic, he wasn't much of a master, but he was a great enlightened being. Nisajadatta, he said, when I go out, I'm love. When I go in, I'm silence. And that's exactly what I would say. When you are quiet, when you are with yourself, you are silent, empty, spacious, free. When you go out, you enjoy. You are love. You are joy. You are beauty. That's the balance. You have to integrate. There's no separation. It's like two banks of a river. The river goes in the middle. That's life. Then you have love and silence. So, 
the real master, he has to pull everything down, whatever you have thought about anything, because it's in that innocence, in that moment, in that purity of innocence, then you see, unpolluted by any beliefs, any thoughts, how things should be. You are free, you are totally present. And to talk about that is pretty much impossible, but it happens. It's pretty much impossible, but in some mysterious ways, it happens through the enlightened ones. Most people, when they wake up, I think, I know they will just be silenced because there is a very, it's not much, there is no link between the beyond and the words. It's, it's nothing is to say. So that's why most people, when they become enlightened, they just become silent. Yes, sometimes few people find them. Some thirsty souls find them because they can sense that fragrance or that, that silent pool of energy, of love, of compassion, of peace. Like when you are cold, you are attracted to the fire, like that. But it's very individual. When people awaken, it's very individual. That's why some people, they don't say anything. Most people don't say anything. And some people, they dance. And some people make poetry. And some people just make music. Because they can't say anything, but they make music, they play music. Some people just talk. So, however you were before it, the happening, that will come out more beautiful. Hmm? So if you were a dancer, it will be more beautiful. If you were a poet, it will be more. If it's a painter, a potter, a musician, it will be more. It will be taken to the much higher level. If you were just silent more, you didn't have any interest, then most probably just silent. Maybe that's why we are here now, because I've always been an adventurer, a traveler, fearless, a little wild. So I take all of you around, and at the same time, talking about the eternal truths. Then I laugh with you, then I dance with you, then I sit in silence, and everything I use, but I'm just a simple guy. I never listened to anybody. I always did what I wanted, and I always was fearless and adventurous and explorer 
into the unknown. Going places that nobody did go. It's always been like that, both outside and inside. So for me, I couldn't just sit in a, in a temple teaching Vipassana. Oh, I'm too wild. I do that too. I love that side. But life, like I said, is so vast. I want to show you all the sides. And it must be because of that that I met my master. It couldn't be more perfect. Ramana Maharshi says, for those fortunate ones that is lucky enough to surrender to the feet of their guru, supreme bhakti love will grow in them. Such devotion and love will itself grow into true wisdom, jhana, which again will completely burn away all other unworthy desires. That's the power of surrender of let go, of trust.